Welcome to episode 145 of the GSD Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Jules Instatoya. Running a successful business never comes without its challenges, but it also includes a lot of highs. In this GSD Entrepreneur Podcast, we explore both. We dive into what it looks like when the entrepreneurs are committed to getting done. These are people who are pursuing their dreams, so we dig deep to understand how they are doing it. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. We're stepping out of our normal routine of launching one episode per week and giving you not one, not two, but three episodes over the next three days. Last week, Satoya and I got to spend the week in Sea Island, Georgia at the absolutely beautiful cloister for the Southern Coterie, also known as the Southern Sea, which is a summit for 300 businesswomen. We thought it'd be fun and inspiring to set up our mic on location there and talk with a few of the business owners to hear about their businesses, but also to hear about their experience at the summit. This first episode includes the very talented Carrie Charbot, founder of William Grace, an equestrian-inspired lifestyle brand, and endearing sisters Georgia Ann Moore and Mary Agnes Ellis, founders of a children's line of clothing called Grace and James Kids. We hope you enjoy the show. All right, GSD Entrepreneur listeners, we are really excited to be on a really different location today. Yeah, I've never been here before, and it is absolutely gorgeous. We're in Sea Island, Georgia, and uh, wow, if you have never been here and experienced the beauty and the nature, absolutely, hands down, a place you have to come and visit. Yeah, it is really incredible. And we are at the Southern Sea Summit, which is a summit that we're attending for the first time this year. And I have to say, I am impressed. Yes, we will be back for sure. So Sheree and Whitney have organized this summit in such a way that they have brought together 300 women with really, really diverse backgrounds, but powerhouse women, all to come together for three days at this beautiful location of the cloister. And here we are. So we've met some women while we've been here that we're like, we need to hear their story. Absolutely. So this is one of them. We'll have a couple of them on this episode. But one of them is Carrie Charbot. And Carrie had a career in media, right? Do you still have that? Correct. Or have you pivoted out of that? I have pivoted out of that. I left TV news um, right after I met my husband, Mark. Okay. Um, Knew we wanted to start a family. And TV just is a really demanding career. You can't turn it off. Right. You're... At the time, and I'm dating myself here, ladies, was attached to a pager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, I had a pager. Um, yes. And my um, flip phone, cell phone. Right, um, I love it. I mean, it's great, right? Yeah. I, I want to bring it back. I really do. <laughs> I might start that trend again. But um, Simplify. I knew what kind of mother I wanted to be and what kind of wife I wanted to be. And um, I had had a really good run. I had a, a 10-year-plus career. My goal was obviously the network, as is most young budding journalists. Um, mm-hmm. Katie Kirk was always, you know, by pie in the sky, mm-hmm. Maria Shriver. So, you know, just women like that who pave the way. Mm-hmm. But it's really demanding and it's 24-7 and you don't turn mm. it off. You eat, breathe, live, mm-hmm. sleep. Yeah, because you're on the call news. all the time. You're on Depending on, on crises or whatever, right? Right, and you're always paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this day and age, I mean, once um, Al Gore invented the internet. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which we all know he did. You just really <laughs> needed to stay on top of current events and global events. Yeah. I mean, you, it wasn't enough to know what was going on in your backyard. 
Um, but you needed to know that mm -hmm. dynamic of what was going on in, let's bring it back to Atlanta, where I was a reporter at WSB. You needed to know what was going on in Gwinnett County. You needed to know what was going on in Paulding County. Mm. You needed to know what was going on in the city. Mm -hmm. You needed to know your Congress people, your representatives. You needed to know what your neighbor was having for breakfast. <laughs> you oh, know, wow. I mean, it was just really, really um, intense. And I am horrible because I don't think I turned off my this, this is my computer. Oh, that's going your off. computer. Yeah. Well, shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't turn my computer off. I mean, please. So, um, but, you know, to reference all of this that's going on, we are always, always, always on call. Connected. We're always mm -hmm. on demand. We're always yep. connected. So, I don't know that it would have been possible for me to do my job as a mom and as a wife and as a journalist yeah. and, and be who I wanted to be. So, I took a break from that and I really took a you know, reflective moment, and um, three weeks later, I launched my own company. <laughs> so, a so. reflective moment of three weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I want to, I want to um, take you back. Yeah. I mean, because this is what we love, like, finding out, first of all, like, where you came from, a little bit about your family. First of all, what got you into the media world? Um, what, I mean, you say Katie Couric and Maria Shriver yeah. were, like, your people that you strive to be like, not be. So, yeah, take us back a little bit further. You know, I have a really wonderful family. I think we are in that that day and age where, you know, you see a lot of families who have, you know, one child, 2.4 children, the dog, and they check all the boxes. My father is the oldest of 12. Wow. My grandparents, you know, good Irish Catholic family. Um, they had 12 children, and to this day, I don't know how they did it, mm -hmm. you know? But mm -hmm. I loved sitting around the dinner table, which they had mm -hmm. they had a special table made for everybody oh, and there awesome. was always room for extra believe it or not my grandmother much like today at this beautiful resort um, at this beautiful venue for the lunch that they hosted for these 300 plus women that felt intimate mm -hmm. they had a lazy Susan at the table yeah. mm -hmm. and my grandparents had a lazy Susan at their table mm. And they had this communal atmosphere, and everybody talked, and everybody engaged, and you heard about everyone's life. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I love a story. I love a good story. I love finding out about what makes you tick, and what's going on in your life, and how you're doing, and catching mm -hmm. up later on, and reconnecting. And, um, you know, that's something that I think in this day and age, we're losing, and it makes mm -hmm. me really sad me to see that, um, especially re-entering the corporate world, the workforce, you know, everything is about social media. And coming to this event, it's, you know, it's hearing a lot about the perfectly curated Instagram page. And I know it's necessary, and I may not be your most popular speaker because of this um, on your program, but it's it's really making me sad. Mm. Um, I, I don't want to lose that personal connection with people. I want people to meet me. I want to meet them. I want to find out what makes them tick. I want to know what products are missing in their life. I want to know what they need in order to make their lives run more smoothly and better. Mm -hmm. I want them to hold my product. I want to hold their hand. I want to like put my mm -hmm. accessories on them. I want to know about what they enjoy so that I can um, create things that will be meaningful to them. Yeah, so I so I love that, and we're of the same. That's the whole reason why we started this podcast is so that we could hear people's stories and they could tell their stories, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I think storytelling is a bit of a lost art. We tell them now in images and we not do. necessarily in words, mm -hmm. but I think there's both are necessary, right? The digital curated, all of that, images on Instagram, is necessary because that's where people will first get to know you, but then once 
they, it has to be told, and this is what we keep hearing at the summit, it has to be told in a very personal way. Like your Instagram has to reflect you mm -hmm. so that people want to know more, right? And then you use words to say, yeah, and this is who I am. So I, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I, it makes me sad too that we're so social media digital focused as humans now. They've trained us very well. They being the people who own Facebook and Instagram, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think we're I think doing things like this, like the Southern Sea, where we're invited and given permission to have conversations like this, mm -hmm. where we connect as women leaders, or it's just as leaders, not even right. just, but a bunch of women who care about making a difference in their world, and that's right. I mean Sheree and Whitney are just brilliant for this is their 13th year doing this and it keeps getting bigger every year because women want to be a part of something like this and julie you're so right and meeting them they are the real deal oh yeah they're and amazing so their energy and their genuineness it comes from the top the 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 comfort and the um, security that you feel this warm blanket mm -hmm. that kind of envelops all of us yep. it definitely comes from the top mm -hmm. and um, I truly admire them for putting this together yeah. um, and so you know I think storytelling can be achieved through pictures and I think it's a very quick way to get to know somebody and earlier today we heard from a PR agent about your top nine pictures and mm -hmm. telling your life story that way which I quickly went to my Instagram and right. <laughs> what are my top nine pictures and you know aside from my product you know I thought oh well I am getting a new puppy and so that's a way that mm -hmm. people can mm -hmm. personally connect and they with will me. they will connect with you on that level. right so many people mm -hmm. are dog people and right. they're like oh she's a dog person mm -hmm. and in this equestrian world we're all about horses yeah. and dogs and you know kind of yeah. the fun stuff like I'm a very despite today being dressed in like a bright pink hound's tooth it and beautiful <laughs> oh thank you and a white you know jacket with a big southern bow on my jacket um, I'm very menswear inspired mm. I really love that look um, I love tradition and I think that all goes back to my family you were asking me about what makes me tick and you know how I grew up and we are this kind of, we always had a major sectional to accommodate, accommodate mm -hmm. everyone in our family. And we're, you know, PJs and comfy clothes and warm blankets and, you know, sharing stories and laughing and games and home cooked meals. Because mm -hmm. when we go into a restaurant or a movie theater and you say, can I get 60 tickets? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you better kind of <laughs> be prepared. I love it. But I love that. And I love now that my children who are, um, my company is named after, um, mm -hmm. it's at, named after their middle names because they are equestrians. Although I have to be honest, my son did just give up the equestrian sport and he wanted, wants to play football. So I gladly wrote that check for $250 for him to play football. Is it cheaper? Uh, by a milestone. I'm from Aiken, South Carolina, so we're a thoroughbred country. Yeah. So I do know that, and my my family had a my extended family had a has a ranch. So yes, yes. And I do know it's cheaper. And Aiken is beautiful horse country. We're there a lot it for, is. for the oh, horse shows. But so. he went out on top. And our trainer, we've been with Jody and Freddie Vasquez out of Messenger Hill for quite some time. Unfortunately, we or fortunately for us, unfortunately for you know. Um, the people who we know and love at our barn in Chicago, we've moved to Atlanta back home for the last couple of years, and we are in transition um, with trainers, um, and that just is part of life, and that happens. But she called me one day, and she said, he just won Horse of the Year last year. Oh, wow. So our little guy. He, how old is he? He just turned 11. So that's a really big honor. So we just got the um, United States Horse 
hunter jumper um, association ribbon in the mail oh. and his picture's going to be in the Chronicle of the Horse and you know so wow. I thought that she told us that's the way to go out on top mm-hmm. you know when you're having your best day that's when you can quit hmm. So um, that that helped mom make the transition because yeah, he just looks so cute in his. <laughs> well, that clothes. doesn't mean he's never going back. <laughs> no. And he has the appreciation for horses, and horses are you know I've I've done horse whispering before, and horses literally they read our souls, and and they're they're very intuitive animals, and they're beautiful animals, yeah. and so I you know I think it's probably inbred in him that he's going to always be connected to the equestrian space, but you never know. I think just being in a barn for me on days that I can't ride mm-hmm. or don't get to ride, uh, because I do feel like it's a privilege anytime you get mm. to be on horseback, you just get to connect with mm-hmm. these beautiful animals who are so kind and so gentle. And, you know, yes, they are spirit, spirited. And yes, it can be a dangerous mm-hmm. sport if you don't know what you're doing. But mm-hmm. when I am riding, I don't think about anything else. And mm. that's where it's truly therapy for mm. me. And that's a part of my company where I do want to give back because mm-hmm. I hugely believe in therapeutic riding programs. One of my um, grandparents' children, their youngest son, was Down syndrome mm-hmm. and um, growing up he was like my younger brother or my little brother not younger brother he was older than I was but we were very close and he was such a special member of our family and um, you know when I see children who um, can connect who've had a really hard life who have sensory issue problems mm-hmm. or who um, have cerebral palsy or you know really traumatic injuries um, or just struggle in life with um, anxiety and they're able to connect with a horse mm-hmm. for half an hour 20 minutes an hour do it weekly Uh, it's such a special time for them um, and even for adults so you know those types of programs and ideas are part of William Grace Um, there are some other ideas that we're working on in terms of charitable giving Mm -hmm. that are important to me I was just at Red Clay Ranch um, Mm -hmm. which is a horse uh, rescue and sanctuary Mm -hmm. out in Georgia I met wonderful people there uh, we really want to work with them and continue to work with them on keeping that sanctuary alive mm-hmm. and kicking. And so, you know, we've only been really, our website went live in September. We've only really been live since September. So, you know, as any entrepreneur knows, it's just once you press that button, the clock really just starts ticking and you just it go. Does. Yeah. It ticks faster. It's yeah, like being on know. a show. We watch every show chopped. It's a Food Network yes, show, and it's I'm like familiar. 20 minutes or 30 minutes in the kitchen, and it's how fast that clock goes. fastest 20 minutes they've ever had of their lives. I was, I, I'm going back to therapeutic. My yeah. background is occupational therapy, and we used to do hippotherapy with our children with cerebral palsy. And the because it's a way that you can build your core and and control it, and so we can get them to actually sit up and let them hold their heads up, or they all of a sudden stop having spasms. You know, they can actually just sit because the way that the horse moves and it helps them gain that trunk control. So, I mean, I love that part of the horse world. Um, And I don't know if that's even the right term, but, you know, just being in that and watching that they are healing animals Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in so many ways. Um, But they are definitely used in the healing Mm -hmm. spectrum. So tell us about William Grace. Mm -hmm. So you decided to start this product company that's equestrian inspired, yeah? Yes, so we were spending most of our winters uh, down in Wellington at the Winter Equestrian Festival, WEF for short, 
and that is the biggest horse show in the world between January and April, mm -hmm. and people come from all over the United States, um, mm -hmm. mainly the show jumpers and dressage um, and polo, because that's mm -hmm. the most beautiful time of the year, mm -hmm. weather-wise, where the horses are the most comfortable and agile. And, um, and so we, we started going down to Wellington, Florida, which is just outside of Palm Beach, for those who don't know. And um, my children started showing down there. And, you know, it was so fun to be a participant and watch and, you know, cheer your children mm -hmm. on. But the entrepreneur was kind of in me. And as, as a mom, first of all, I was trying to dress my children. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you get all excited. I get excited to shop for <laughs> <if> anything. <laughs> and, you know... Having a boy in this world was difficult. Finding the clothing for him, once you'd find it, it was out of stock. And you're talking about equestrian clothing. I'm talking about equestrian clothing and competition mm -hmm. clothing, mm -hmm. which is the traditional white shirt, jodfers, navy right. or black jacket, the boots, little decorative garters, mm -hmm. the helmet, the crop, the gloves, mm -hmm. and then never mind schooling clothes. This isn't even what they you know, practice in. Hmm. So it was a little bit easier to outfit my daughter, and then they grow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you'd start all over again. And it's just not that easy. I mean, you know, you go to Amazon, you go to all the stores that you can kind of rely on, but um, it's expensive too. Mm -hmm. And and this is, this isn't even the horse. This isn't, yeah. even, these aren't even the lessons. Yeah. So, you know, I started thinking about children's clothing and making the clothing. you have to buy a horse on top of it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Stacy, we'll have to talk after. <laughs> I'm just for the listener. I oh, know that. I'm just oh, so naive. <laughs> I, you know what I've always said? I so love this look because I grew up, of course, like loving Ralph Lauren. Yeah. And preppy, preppy. Mm -hmm. And I said it would almost have just been cheaper for me to buy a merry-go-round and put my children on it and <laughs> set it in the backyard and put a quarter in and take the pictures. Now I know I sound silly. I no. know I sound well, silly. Well, it's a silly question, but a lot of people may not know that you also yeah. have to buy a horse. This is... Buying or leasing, yeah. you know. And, and, and this is, I mean, this is an elite, elegant, mm -hmm. it's yeah. a pretty sport. It is gorgeous. It's a beautiful sport. And these children work so hard. They mm -hmm. train so hard. I mean, we're working, you know, three, four, five days um, a week. When my daughter is showing, she's... We are at the horse show on Friday and Saturday mornings, Sunday mornings when we are in Florida. Um, we leave Thursday night after school. She gets down there. We're up at 6 a.m. on a Friday. We're up 6 a.m. on a Saturday and a Sunday. Mm. Um, her friends are, you know, oh, yeah. some of them are sleeping in. Others are not, but, I mean, this is... Is she jumping and doing dressage? No. She's just, she okay. incorporates some dressage into her training. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one of the story. But I just kept thinking, you know... For she's mothers, old? She's 12 and a half. 12 and a half, mm -hmm. okay. So for mothers who are just trying to control that end of it, making sure they have the proper clothing and the proper equipment, how could I make that easier? Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot to learn. The learning curve is very high. It's hard enough to create clothing mm. for a human being. It is much harder to create clothing for an athlete. Mm -hmm. So I, that's not something that I could just throw out there and, and hope that it worked. Hope is not a strategy. But um, what I did know and what is in my wheelhouse was making cases uh, in my, one of my previous lives after television. I was designing and manufacturing cases for uh, iPhone and um, hmm. iPod and Nano and that sort of thing with my husband, who was my 
partner at the time and another couple. And we launched a company back in uh, 2005, at the end of 2005. So I had that, and I knew how to kind of make that work. And I knew I had had a design for a clutch and a handbag line. And I thought, maybe that's... Maybe that's something that I do. I still wanted the equestrian kind of thing to work because I'm in that world. And I thought, well, it would be fun to mm-hmm. kind of create this. And I was also noticing some different gaps in the horse world, some kind of more fun elements that I'd like to bring in to kind of the mm-hmm. shopping side of, of mm-hmm. horse showing. But you know what? This is just this product, which I call the essential clutch, just kind of came to fruition first. And mm-hmm. I thought, you're never ever going to be ready for everything that you want to do. So we have the logo, I have the company, I have the clutch, let's just somehow try to make this Mm -hmm. work. And I think it has. I mean, is everything perfect? Is everything the way I want it to be? Is it ever? Yeah. Yeah. But a dear friend of mine, um, she ran e-commerce for Kate Spade um, back in the day when it was Kate and Andy and her husband a long time ago had told me when I was asking him, you know, which direction should I go? What should I do? This was like 12 years ago. He said, just start. Mm -hmm. Just do something. Mm, Great advice. And I thought, well, that's not an answer. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you thought it was a good answer. <laughs> no, it was great yeah, advice. It is yeah. great advice, and that yeah. is the advice that I would give to anyone now. But it's, it's so big, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it it, is it's really big. such a big, heavy mm-hmm. thought. And but if you wait for perfection, you're never going to start. Oh no, no, no. And and was it Seth Godin who said that, mm-hmm. right? Just uh, ship it. Yeah. Yeah, just ship it, mm-hmm. because yeah. it's never going to be perfect. Never. And that's why we have different iterations. And right. I learned that with our mobile tech company. You know, there's, there's, a, and we call this the first generation. And there mm-hmm. are still things that I would tweak. And I've gone back to the engineers and said, okay, we still need to work on this or we still need to work on that. And, you know, I know I want to do different things and I know I want to have different elements to the line. And so um, we are starting to work on the children's clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be in New York City next week at Coterie. You know, there are different elements to the brand that I want to create and grow. But when you are starting and you're slim pickings with yep. staff and help, and mm-hmm. sometimes you're not really ready to bring people on board because you don't have direction mm-hmm. as well. You need to sit with your thoughts. You need to let them marinate. Mm-hmm. You need to kind of see how people react to what you're putting out there. And that feedback is so invaluable and um, important. Yeah. And that's what I was telling some of the younger girls here, too. You know, everyone was like, I think we scale this up and make this really big. And I thought, no, 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 no. It's not just about the product that you're putting out there. There are so many other things that go into building a brand and building a business. And not everything's going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. So you want to allow yourself that room to fail Mm -hmm. and allow yourself to make the mistakes that won't cost you your reputation mm-hmm. if something goes yeah. to mm-hmm. hell in a handbasket yeah. or all of your life savings yeah. if that's the route you're going if you're not taking investors. So there's nothing wrong with growing slowly and organically nope. and there's something really fun about enjoying that process. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband, he'll kill me if I tell this story, but he was helping me the other night with, I'll tell it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he was helping me the other night with these boards and I, I said, the boards that I had up mm-hmm. yesterday yeah. at Marketplace yeah. and they weren't supposed to look anything like they ended up looking. Hmm. But he said, I, I'm here to help you. I, I, I'm all hands on deck. And I thought, that's really nice. <laughs> and I was trying to get this big order out uh, before we went. And, and he's got his gloves on and he's got his tools out. And I said, I, 
I just need this to not look like a kindergarten project. Oh, jeez. I'm <laughs> sure that went it, over it, well. It won't. It won't. Well, I was saying it out loud, not mainly to him, but just like, please, Jesus, help me. I said I wasn't going to call on God, but I did. There I go. I'm bringing my Southern to the table. That's fun. And, um, and I, I go, and I'm, I'm monogramming clutches, and um, I come back in, and something went terribly wrong. And I said, oh, my God. Oh my God! What what ha- what happened? And I didn't hear. I, di- I think he was like hiding in another room. And he, and he said, I think I was a little too aggressive with the screwdriver. <laughs> and I said, Okay, it's okay. Let's come up with a plan B. And so we came up with a plan B, right? Mm-hmm. He ended up running to Michael's, you know, and yeah. he ended up coming back and trying again. And I continued to go back out and was monogramming clutches. And I come back in, and. Um, I go back in the dining room where I had scaled everything up and I looked at the other side and I go, oh my God, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, the glue, it's the glue. I I, I wasn't prepared. (laughs) Plan C. And, you know, I giggle. I mean, you just kind of have to laugh. I mean, he's a very accomplished, like, Mm C-level corporate. (laughs) And you kind of have to keep all of this in check because... The last thing, I think the last time he probably glued was kindergarten, right? (laughs) But that is also part of being an entrepreneur and calling on your friends and family to help Mm. you when times are tough and the stuff literally hits the fan, right? And you just have to be so appreciative. I mean, you are the person taking out the trash. You are the person cleaning the toilets. You are the person Mm -hmm. gluing. You do it all. You know, and it's tough and it's overwhelming. And I have girlfriends who are starting their own companies and they're like there's days when there's tears and there's mm-hmm. days when I'm like why am I doing this and you know why aren't aren't I here at Sea Island in the spa and why am I here at the summit mm-hmm. and I think it's it's not about selling these clutches and making money you know I it's about so much more for me than that it is about first and foremost I want to grow something that my children can possibly grow into mm-hmm. I want to set an example for them, and I want them to be proud of their mother. I want them to see me creating this company and knowing that anything is possible that you set your mind to. Mm-hmm. I want to give back in a way that I feel proud of, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and that's meaningful to children who can't afford clothing mm-hmm. to ride. This sport is viewed as a very wealthy, white, mm-hmm. um, affluent sport, and they're there are riders out there who work their tail off Mm -hmm. to do what they do. Mm -hmm. You know, while there are very wealthy people in in this sport, you know, not everyone has an endless bank account. Right. You know? For sure. For sure. So, and there are wonderful people out there who give. Yeah. And I want to be one of those contributors. I, Mm. so I love that. I mean, I just think that's why this summit has been so inspiring to me because it's 299 other women Mm -hmm. who feel that exact same way. Mm -hmm. As women, often we have a nurturing side to us. We have a, a giving side to us that's certainly not, not present in men. I mean, certainly men have that as well. But I think the balance of getting more women in leadership, more women running companies, it creates this awesome chemistry of uh, just bringing more women's passion to the table. And so to be in a place like this, surrounded by these women, mm-hmm. has just been really inspiring. Mm-hmm. Do you, so that well, we have to wrap this up, but yeah. um, how has this the past couple of days been for you? Is it, would you recommend other people? I mean, this is a 
a completely free pitch for the Southern Sea, but has it been something that's been dynamic for you? It's absolutely been dynamic. I would recommend this to anybody. It was recommended to me by Amanda Dalton Wilbanks of Southern Baked Pies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. Yeah. She's, She's amazing, like and her she pies, you need to just buy them. Southern and have them Baked shared. Pies, go check her out. Oh. Yeah. And she's wonderful. Um, and they're savory and sweet pies. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. I mean, I, I can't recommend them highly enough. Yeah. Um, Abby Glass mm-hmm. um, is here. She's a friend, talented designer. Natasha with Nicely Built built mm. my website. So, I mean, these are women who I know and have connected with, mm-hmm. and they all touted the, the Southern Sea. Ashley Stimulus was Southern, Southern Girl. And I trust those women, and so mm-hmm. I knew coming here would be beneficial. I just didn't realize how beneficial. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love their their hashtag, uh, connect, collaborate, create, mm-hmm. because as a journalist um, and as somebody who has been in this business before as an entrepreneur with our company, Casemate, you have to learn to think outside the box. It's so critical. It's so crucial. That's mm-hmm. what innovation is all about. And until you kind of put yourself out there and until you learn to think differently than everybody else, mm-hmm. you're not really going to move and change. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's the thing that you do that's different that everyone's going to go, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. what's going to make me stand out. And that's what this event is all about. Mm-hmm. So you may find those collaborations here mm-hmm. that would never cross your mind. Yeah. You know, when I went into this event, looking for those opportunities and I hope that um, you know I am able to make those uh, connections I've been approached by some people that I, if I can end up closing on what they've offered I would be floored yeah. and it would make my day as a result of being here yeah and it's not even awesome. monetary it's like more like wow I never would have even thought that that could be possible hmm. and I'm so thrilled at the notion oh, that's so great I do want to ask a question because I want to I do I do not want to leave without talking about this clutch because yeah. this clutch is oh thank you so purposeful and needed mm-hmm. um, because I don't carry we are a one purse carrying family uh, <laughs> and I've been looking for the the perfect and I was like oh, I think I want to try to start carrying a purse again and and, I, and so when I saw that the other night I was like oh, definitely get on board with that because I don't want a big purse I just want something to carry just my few yeah. little things and you're, you're talking about the children's clothing line you're obviously you're coming up with a solution to a problem that you had yes so tell us about the cl- clutch and where is that idea behind that that design well the clutch is also a problem that I had right. you know I mean we all just we have these bottomless pits of a bag mm-hmm. and everything falls to the mm-hmm. end and you just can't so um, we all carry these gigantic bags, and I was also having shoulder problems, and I've been working with a chiropractor, yada, yada, yada. She said, you got to stop carrying the big bag. I'm like, it's never going to happen. I'm just going to, like, ruin my shoulders. So, um, you know, I started using, like, little pouches inside of mm-hmm. bags. But um, this clutch... Yeah, we like, have three pouches zipping, inside this big bag. Right? <laughs> right. Um, so it is, it's fashionable enough to carry all on mm-hmm. its own, but when you open it up and unzipper it, so it's a zipper that works all the way around so that you're not going to lose everything. It holds your cell phone, your business cards, your lipstick, your AirPods, or your readers or your key fob, depending on how you want to organize it. But the key word there is organization. It holds mm-hmm. your credit cards. It will hold your passport. It will hold your cash, your receipts. It's just worth checking out on our website, mm-hmm. williamgrace.com, william-grace.com. I hope you don't mind me shamelessly plugging no, no, my this website. No, no, that's what this is for. Reason. I think the lip gloss was the key, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and when you were showing this the other night, we were with an, an we, there was like five or six of us crowded around you and you're demoing this 
And when you talked about the lip gloss, every one of us were like, oh, we, we, all, need need, we all need lip gloss. <laughs> well, and that's the one thing you're like, where is it? I can't find exactly. it. Exactly. And, you know, then you can just, like, shove this back in your in your bag. But when I'm at horse shows, I'll put it in my equestrian backpack. Or then when I go out to dinner, I don't feel like I'm switching it out and mm-hmm. carrying it around. It's great for travel. It does whole travel documents. Mm-hmm. But I, I just feel like it was essential for me to come up with something that would help organize me. And mm-hmm. there's a pen in the center because we all need that. Mm-hmm. People have said, will you please sell the pen separately? What if mine runs out of ink? And I'm like, okay, we can probably work something out. Um, I love that you can personalize it on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, they make great corporate gifts. I've posted on my Instagram, which mm-hmm. is William Grace USA some different ways to do the acrylic paint or personalize for corporate. So I just wanted to come up with a solution. Well, you did. You did. We'll link it. We'll yes. link it in the Thanks. show notes. And it is really awesome. It's hard shelled on the outside, which yes. is also really cool. Mm-hmm. It's an injection molded plastic shell, oh. so it won't lose its shape. Nice. But I would not be a true um, Southern woman if I did not give you all a gift and thank oh. you properly. So this okay. is our candle, oh. which is our new scent, and it's called Clover. Wow, I can't. Um, well, I have to tell I you, to bring because, because, because horses eat clovers. Because horses eat clovers. Oh. Yes. But yes. I will. I need to bring two. Um, no, you don't need you to bring two, bring but I will say that um, this is really good that you brought this because all of our guests do bring us gifts, so <laughs> it's very nice. I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. I need to have a podcast. <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. We're saying that for all future guests. Yes. So if you hear this and you want to be invited, you're probably going to need to bring us a gift. <laughs> our next guest is a is children's clothing line, so I don't know oh if they're, we're going to fit in those. You can dress your calves. Dress our, yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you so, so much Thank for you. being a part of this. And I'm assuming Kara is your... Yes, sidekick. <laughs> oh, did you? I thought you said psychic. I was like, oh, she's, she's <laughs> Kara is your sidekick, and we've been noticing her from afar because she's absolutely she's stunningly gorgeous. Stunning. Yes. And she's um, built like an equestrian. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about horses, but I dress like one. There yeah. you go. And she's been taking pictures and all of that. Kara so. has a really interesting background. So she was a cosmetic dentist and gave that career up, um, yeah. doing a little soul searching. Oh, you have perfect and teeth. <laughs> wanting to join the fashion world. So we're getting to know one another and we're we were introduced through Abby Glass. Yes. Oh wow. That's great. Come with me. I was like, sure. Yes. Oh. Huh. So she just kinda loves all things fashion and design and well, the written word you and well. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Yes. Well well yes. shout out to you and maybe we'll get you on as you start your fashion yeah. business. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Ladies, thank you so, so thank much. You. Enjoy the rest of the summit, and hopefully we'll see you back next year. Thank you so much. All right. Here we are again with another couple of guests actually on the mic with us, still here at the Southern Sea, and really, really excited about these two. So they're sisters. We met them, what, two days ago, and we feel like we're like BFFs. Yeah, last, last night we started a whole new sorority. We did. We sorority sisters, Beretta. But what's our what's our um, sorority? It's Uh, Delta Iota Delta Iota Nu. Right. Yes, we did a lot of research. We're gonna have t-shirts made. We are. We're on a mission to find out who Gator is, and this is that's our mascot. It'll be yearly, yearly meetup. Sorry, that's a lot of inside jokes, and I know it doesn't make sense to any of you, but you would have laughed too. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yes. You would have been a couple of glasses of wine in, like we were. You would have thought it was really funny. But on the mic with us is George. Georgia Ann Moore, 
and Mary Agnes Ellis. And they're the founders, so they're sisters, and they're also the founders of Grace and James Kids. Right. Did I get all that right? You got it all. That was a lot of words. That was a lot they're, of they're, deep they're, breath. They're a family of double names. Yes. They are, which is amazing. So, I love it. So let's do this. We What we'd like to do on this podcast is we like to be quiet and ask you guys questions. Tell us about yourselves. So if you would kind of tell us about you like go back where'd you guys grow up how'd you get into business together is that fun or is that really hard oh, yeah great question <laughs> all that good stuff all right so we're gonna need a glass of wine we're gonna get started <laughs> well um, not not for the pregnant one yes, there. yes yes at 30 30 weeks i will have a glass of wine <laughs> at a girl, yes. at a girl. Yes. so just to set the stage here give you a visual mary agnes is currently 33 weeks pregnant with her third child that's right little yes. girl on the way oh my she has waddled yes. and has now taken a seat and may not get back well, she keeps evening. rubbing her belly like yeah. she's. I'm like, do not have this like, baby here. I'm done. Yes. Not today, Lord. Not, not today. today. <laughs> not today. But this kind of goes hand in hand with our children's clothing line. So um, we grew up in Madison, Mississippi. So we're from Mississippi. I think that kind of goes along with our Southern Bevel name. Southern Bevel, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yep. We um, are the two oldest sisters of four. So we grew up in a family of four kids, and our mom used to make our clothes for special occasions she would hand smock and put together and I think because I have four children now I'm like how did she have time for this you Mm. know um but she did and we were always impeccably dressed were there four girls two Two. girls two boys oh two girls okay now in their younger years you may have thought that they were dressed (laughs) oh man those boys were probably Mm. so mothered oh yeah smocking oh yes absolutely they were very beautiful Little, um, little boys and all their smocking and, and knee socks, which our boys are today as well. But we grew up in Mississippi. We both went to the University of Mississippi. We were Delta Gammas there. Toddy toddy. That's right. And um, from there, I lived in Chicago for eight years where I was a teacher. I taught in the inner city. Wonderful. Had my first child there. And all along, Mary Agnes was. I was teaching as well. In Memphis. Uh, in Memphis, um, teaching middle school. Now, you were um, not twins. We're no, not twins. I'm two, two years, years older. Mm-hmm. Two years, but y'all, y'all literally have walked in each other's footsteps like yes. twins. Mm-hmm. We really yeah. have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, because we're two years, one grade, so we were right there behind each other. Hmm. I was behind Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. You made all the decisions. She just followed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like yes. gave the instructions. Right. Yes. And I followed gladly. So gladly. here's a funny fact. In high school, we were homecoming queens. <laughs> year back to back so I was a homecoming queen and then the next year she was a homecoming queen and then we went to Ole Miss together and I joined Delta Gamma she joined Delta Gamma so we've we've always been a very good team yeah mm-hmm. and I, I mean would you yeah. would you agree yeah. she's shaking I don't know. her head she yes. Yes. Like, yeah. she, she's following she's, she's following what you're saying I, I agree she's very bossy agree. I think we balance each other very well yeah so I had my first child, Mary Agnes had her little boy Wilkes, and at that time my husband and I had moved to Athens, Georgia, and I was staying at home, and um, you know, we were just trying to figure out something that we could do together that would keep us connected, and... Because you miss your sister when yeah. they're um, seven, eight hours away, and you, you have to find that connection. And literally, you've grown up like twins, That's and so right. you, yes. you, you have that connection. You do, right. you do. Um, and we knew that we worked well together. Yes, absolutely. So Georgia Ann was eight months pregnant with her second. Right. Um, I had had my first that year, and we decided, Jordan called me and said, hey, I think we should start a business. Yeah. Hmm. So I, think, I said, sure. I, I said, I think we should start a business. It was that one. easy. You said, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. She's like, that sounds like fun. <laughs> so like, what do we do now? Yeah. But, yeah, so, but I'm did, teaching you didn't know how to sew? Okay. We knew well, how to sew. But I had attempted to teach myself and found that, no, I can, in fact, not sew. Right. right. <laughs> and so we design all of our clothes, mm-hmm. and then we um, use different manufacturers and seamstress okay. to make our designs for us. We, so we knew that 
you know, our, our primary goal is that we would have flexibility with our work, um, which we're able to do because we design and then, you know, outsource the, um, you know, actually making the garments. But mom had also, let's bring this back. Yeah. She, when Christmas, taught us how to smock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we knew that that was something that we <laughs> that, loved on our kids. That we could do. We loved it on our kids. But when it takes you a whole year to smock one dress, it's not something that <laughs> It wasn't a good produce. business model, for sure. It's not sure. real scalable. No, no, not something we wanted to do for other people. We really didn't want to do it for ourselves. Right. <laughs> so this was um, the very end of November. I had my daughter in December, and then we launched our first collection in February. Of what year? Uh, 2016. Okay. Yes, because we are four years old this mm -hmm. month. Okay. Right. So, I mean, we hit the ground running. We were able to find some great manufacturers. We had some pretty good designs. I mean, well, yeah, people bought them. We were <laughs> excited about them. But you, both of you came from the teaching space. Right. What grade did you teach? I taught eighth grade algebra. What did you teach? Second and third. All the way around, not, not specific subject. Mm -hmm. And your mom did all that, you know, growing up. How do you know where to start to design something? I mean, is it like, you know, remember those old paper dolls that you would? Yes, we <laughs> right. on notebook paper. We did, um, yeah. With the mechanical pencil. Mm -hmm. We <laughs> um, had like some of our old dresses that our mom had made for us that we used kind of as an inspiration. And I mean. So we knew what we wanted our clothes to look mm -hmm. like. Right. We had to do a lot of research on how to actually make that happen. So. Mm -hmm. Her husband um, has his MBA, so he kind of knew some business side of it. My husband is um, an accountant, so they helped us with the business side mm -hmm. of it. Right. And we did a lot of Googling. Yeah, a lot <laughs> of research. But I think that's what's so great about it, too, because we had no background in any of this. We had nothing to be scared of. That's we right. didn't know to be scared of anything. Mm -hmm. And um, so we just left right into it. Yeah. We also have personalities, I don't know if you could tell this or not, that like we're just going to get shit done. Yeah. We're just going to make it happen. You can mm -hmm. say it louder. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, we're just going to get shit done. There you go. Um, that is the title of our and, podcast. Yeah. Right, exactly. I am um, a three on the Enneagram, so I am like going after Making it, it happen. Yes, making yep. it happen. And so there was like, there was no fear of failure, and we knew that at the very least we would like our clothes and we would dress our kids in it, mm -hmm. and that our That's friends right. probably would mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Luckily we've had thousands of people who agreed with us and have bought our clothes and have wanted to dress their kids in it as well. So where do y'all sell? Are y'all e-commerce? Do you have a, do you a retail store? Where? We are, um, we sell e-commerce. Um, we have a Shopify store, Grace and right. James. And we are in 16 um, retail stores. Yes. Um, and we also sell through Twitter. Instagram as well. Yeah. Yeah. 16 retail stores across the United States or in the Southeast or in the um, Delta? In the no. United States, yeah, because yeah. they're kind of we're, spread out. Right, mm -hmm. we're mostly, mostly in the South. Yeah, mostly in the Southeast. Yeah, because kind of isn't, it, around as isn't well. that style, isn't that more Southern? I would think it so. It is. Yeah. We have other pieces, too, like our custom nuts. Um, more Northern people, I guess, mm -hmm. have kind it's of cold outside. Because it's mm -hmm. cold, so mm -hmm. they like a toboggan and a, right. um, a sweater with their child's name on it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. mm -hmm. All right. So that kind of goes everywhere. So what's been something, and probably you haven't done this before, started a business like this, so so probably everything is unexpected. Right. But what's been something that's like thrown you for a loop? Do you have anything like that that comes to mind where it's like, wow, we have no idea how to deal with this? I think... Um, with our manufacturer now, we are creating fabrics. Right. Um, so, so that was something. What does that mean? Well, like blending? Like you're so doing we, cotton, polyester, silk, or what? I mean, what do you mean? Well, creating? no. So we are. We have people who are making our designs for us. So mm -hmm. people who are doing watercolored yeah. pictures, um, our florals. Like so, we're the having patterns. Oh, yes. the patterns. Yeah, patterns. Like Pantones. I didn't know what a 
yeah. right. was before And there this. are and thousands of colors of blue. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Yes. So, yes, you can't just say light blue. Mm -mm. You have right. to have a Pantone number mm -hmm. to go with it. There's thousands of colors of white. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. yes. So that's been a challenge. That's a new challenge. Yeah. So you're actually um, commissioning artists to mm -hmm. create your your um, designs. Yes. And then you're putting them on fabric. Yes. Okay. So they're right. they're mm -hmm. custom for us. Most of them. Right. Yeah. So, and will you um, ever license those designs for other companies to use? That's or? not in our immediate plans. Mm -hmm. um, they're just kind of custom to Grace and James kids. Yeah, and we use them in different another, seasons. Right. Oh, totally. It could definitely uh -huh. be something down the road. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Call us if you're interested. No. <laughs> you see, I mean, I'm just saying you're, all, you're seeing all these interior designers here that are right. taking That's all right. these designs and using them as tablecloths and whatever right. else. Right, so. right. Right, mm. and it's neat to see how what you're using in your children's clothing can then go to interiors mm -hmm. and swimwear. We do that as well. Hmm. Yeah. So what's been like a, a fun surprise for you guys where you're like, we had no idea that this would be... So for me, it's just been that we can be business owners. Hmm. You know, when you are a teacher, that that's what you do. Mm -hmm. You're a teacher, you could then go on to be a reading specialist or a principal or, you know, some things like that, but all kind of within the field of education. And this has been such a neat opportunity to not just be our own boss, but also to meet so many other women and right. also people who own their own business and the neat and interesting things that they're doing. Wow. And to just kind of be in a world of people who are really creative and very interested in what you're doing and um, just kind of learning from each other too. Yeah, I think that's... I, I can't even remember like a time that just tickled me that I went to church and I saw a little girl that I did not know her or her mother and she was wearing one of our dresses. That's success. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. For it sure. Is. I didn't know them, but they they hmm. knew my product. Right. Um, did you go and tell them? Yes, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. And took yes. a picture. I designed yeah. that. Absolutely. <laughs> that's really cool. I just had a, I just had a question and it went away just like that. Um, that's okay. So so being at and this is kind of a maybe a more vulnerable question, um, but being at a summit like this where there's 300 other women who all are you know dressed to the nines, they all yeah. feel like they have really successful businesses. Do you guys feel like you deserve a seat at this table? Um, oh, wow. And I did not when we, before we came here. I didn't feel like not that we didn't deserve to be here, but like are we? Is there a spot for us really here? Yeah. But everyone has been so welcoming, and I think in the same place as us, they they're here to learn, they're here to help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's kind of it's hard to ask for help. Right. Yeah. You want to stay humble with it all, um, but everyone has been so welcoming and helpful and right. encouraging, supportive. Is this your first year? It is. It is. It is. Uh. So I asked that question. Well, what's your answer, Georgian? I, I think same. Same. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know that I ever was, I wasn't intimidated by coming here, but I was just curious as to what the atmosphere would mm -hmm. be like. And everyone is so helpful and so willing to, to share their knowledge. But yesterday during our mentor groups, as we were all going around and talking, and I thought to myself, I have some answers mm -hmm. for these women. Like I can, mm -hmm. I can give you some ideas and tools to help you grow your business. Mm -hmm. And then they, you know, obviously mm -hmm. had some things that we weren't doing that now I'll put into play when we get right. back. Yep. So, I, I mean, that was a setup question, right? Because okay. the answer, of course, is yes, you deserve to right. be here, 100%. And, but I think there'll be people listening to this that may go, well, I was, quote, unquote, just a teacher. I don't think I can start right. a business. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, as women, I think oftentimes, and we've had this conversation multiple times over the last two days, mm -hmm. 
as women, I think, the, one of the biggest things that's the hurdle for us to really be quote unquote successful, whatever that looks like, is our own lack of confidence. Mm -hmm. right, absolutely. You know, where, absolutely. and so you come to something like this and you sit at a mentor group and you go, no, I actually have something to offer and right. it's really helpful. Right. Um, so I loved, I love your answer. I mean, yes. it's spot on. So Jules and I are obviously in business together and you two are in business together. And um, so we're very um, fortunate in having, you know, my wife and then your sister as, as business partners, there's a lot of people that are on a, an island by themselves. Right. right. And they feel like they're on an island by themselves. Sure. And in our coaching business, a lot of people reach out to us because that's what they feel like and they need someone to enter in with them. Right. But you two are actually, you live in two different areas. I mean, do two different states. That's right. We're almost eight hours away. And, and so, a different time, and a different time zone. Time zone. Yeah. So, I mean, mm. you have to really focus on the technology we have today. I guess I'm assuming this is how you, you work, but I, I walked up to the table and both of y'all were hovered over your computer looking at new designs. Right. Yeah. You can't, how do you do that on a daily basis? Is that a challenge and how do you overcome that challenge that you're, you're working apart so you're still kind of on your separate islands but you have to come together some way. Right, right. Georgia Ann is a very uh, efficient um, task manager. I delegate well. Yes. <laughs> yes. So yes. We, um, we definitely have our tasks that we complete independently but mm -hmm. we are usually on the phone almost every day during nap time. Yeah. Mm. Um, and many, many times throughout the day. If I'm in the car, we're chatting real quick, you know, and it may be for one minute here, five minutes there, and then a half hour another time. But right. we are also good at, at knowing our roles mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of starting off the week with these are the things that we need to accomplish. I'll talk to you along the way, and then we'll, um, you know, be able to talk later in the week for a longer period of time to go over it all. But it's worked well for us. Yes. Um, it's nice when we're here together because mm -hmm. we get a lot more work done. We have almost seven children when she has this baby between us. So even when we are together, sometimes it's just a circus. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to oh, kind of be away from everyone to, to be able to reconnect and mm -hmm. refocus on what we're doing to too. To get that work done. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Just yeah. to get it done. Just get it's, done. I had the visual of y'all had been two islands. You're on your islands. And you remember the cups with the string? Yes. <laughs> yes. I just had that visual of y'all right. doing that. Mayday, mayday. Right. Send help. Send help. Well, and you know, usually what happens is there's a child in the background doing something. And they want to come over. Aunt Maggie, Aunt Maggie, where's Wilkes? Where's Edie? And, and then, of course, somebody will come up and just turn you off. And, and then you've been hung Bye -bye. up on. Yes, yes. We're rolling around in the background. Just yes, absolutely. Upset. That's right. And I yeah. have to go back to this, too, because I think that I may have said this about just being a teacher but it's never just being a teacher being no a teacher is the hardest job i've ever and done most underpaid they should get absolutely paid so well you're the parent of 30 plus kids right. or how many mm -hmm. how many students right. you have and right. that is absolutely where our hearts were mm -hmm. during that time and um so i give my hat off to, oh gosh to all teachers i mean they I don't spend know more they time it. with the right. kids than the parents do right. you know so there's that's a massive role right. you know and, and uh, position for somebody um so kind of tagging off of what Stace said, how is it running a business as sisters? Do you guys, is it, are you in agreement most of the time? Do you defer, Mary Agnes, do you defer to Georgia Ann most of the time? Or do you, like, how is it with, because you guys both have strong personalities. I mean, great personalities, <laughs> really actually great personalities, mm, but, but also strong. So how is that working together? Um, it's fun. 
and yeah. I hmm. think it really is fun. And we laugh a whole lot. We're able to find, I think, the humor and the hard stuff that we probably should be stressed out or, right. you know, we, we say you have to laugh or you're going to cry. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we cry too. <laughs> we do. We, we do, but we try to just make it a funny situation. Right. Um, and I think what's so good about the season of life that we are in is that because we are so busy, we don't have time to get hung up on small things, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. We're not gonna get upset with each other and then not talk for the rest of the day or, you know, just be upset. We just have to move on, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. We just have to, to move on. And I don't know, maybe you would say differently, but I don't know that there's been anything huge that we've disagreed on. No, I don't mm. think so either. Yeah, I think we're um, also good about like, Go, taking it back to the numbers, mm-hmm. taking it back to our data, like taking, taking it back to right, right yeah. to like what's actually working, mm-hmm. and this is how we have to go about it. So, do you count on your retail um, stores the, um, throughout the United States or the, wherever you are to give you the the data back and to show you what's selling, what's not? Do you do you look to them? Do you do, do you defer to them about um, possible new lines or new? whatever I you know it is mostly through our customers we have a wonderful Mm -hmm. family of customers who come back to us Mm -hmm. season after season as they add children to their families Mm -hmm. Um, so we really rely on them to Mm -hmm. tell us we send out surveys we have a great Instagram following who will reach out to us and say hey we love this or bring this style back or and we have we've right Mm -hmm. right we've gotten that feedback and we brought a collection back and Right. Mm. Success with that. Made changes to patterns based on things that they've said. So I, now we we definitely love our retail stores and accept feedback from them too. But so much of it comes directly it from does. our customers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is it just the two of y'all that run this, or do you have other people that you have employed? Well, let's see. My husband is supposed to be our our marketing person, um, but then we realized that he doesn't have a Facebook or Instagram account, so he doesn't really know anything about marketing. <laughs> Um, so he's there from World Support. That's right. Mary Agnes's husband is our accountant. And then I, we are so fortunate that we live um, in Athens with the University of Georgia mm-hmm. because we are able to get so many wonderful interns mm-hmm. who have really been our like business and marketing degrees mm-hmm. just yeah, coming from yeah. what they've taught us. So we have two college girls who currently work for us and then we also have three ladies who help us run our social media hmm. marketing and then um, we also have a few people who paint for us to do our loungewear and other custom mm-hmm. fronts. Yeah. But you, it, it's all based in my, my home. Is it really? Yes, yeah, so we have our office, we have our warehouse. You're shipping all, out of your home. Mm-hmm. We have so a, you see all you see everything coming in or yeah. you're shipping. Oh, we you, touch it all, mm-hmm. we look at it all. We cry over it. We pray over it. Yeah. I mean, all of the things. It is. Wow. It is us. Yeah. You know. So we have that space in our home, which is great too, because then I'm able to be there with, with our family. kids and mm-hmm. and oversee it all. Yeah. But but at what point? <laughs> I if love you, it. If you if you scale too much, then at what point are you going to have to move out of your home? Right. Well. We're gonna, we'll have to get there. We're just start taking over. We we're lucky that we have a, a pretty large designated space okay. for mm-hmm. this, and we we bought our home knowing that that's what we wanted to be able to to do. Mm-hmm. So that's been nice. But it's always funny when um, our interns come over for like their interview, yeah. and they like walk <laughs> in and they have on their heels and a sports coat, and I 
or you know their their little blazer and I usually have a baby on my hip and I say come on in you know <laughs> what you know step over the toys come on back and see our office yeah. and I think they realize early on that, again that we laugh a lot mm-hmm. something that we love and are very passionate about and right. we don't get caught up in all the stuffiness yeah Manusha. your energy exactly. is uber contagious oh, I just have you. to say I love it mm-hmm. and if we had kids we would absolutely support you guys because mm-hmm. just you. knowing like who the founders of this are so it, um, yeah you. it's really pretty maybe awesome. Lucy will like some smockwear yes our, our, our fur baby <laughs> yes. hey, yeah. Hey. yeah we need to get her a custom sweater with her name on the back oh my gosh, we're gonna work yeah. on this we can yeah. make that happen there you go. we're gonna make this happen there you go so you have four kids, right, Georgian? Yes. What are the yes. ages and what are their names? Okay, so y'all laugh about double names. No, okay? no so, we're not laughing. Well, I've got to take a deep breath to be able to say them all, okay? okay? So I have four, I have three girls and one boy. All three girls have double names, which we call them by. So Susanna Grace is almost six. Carolina James is four. Mac, just three letters, one syllable. My son is two. Nah. How yes. did he get just three, three letters? You have two. It's okay. just, you run out of It was so much, so much breath. And then um, my youngest baby, Georgia Clear, just turned one. Oh, yes. so fun. So precious. six to one. Six to one. And then yes. Mary and Agnes, you have? I have a little boy, Wilkes. He uh, will be five next week. Yes. I have Edie, who is 16, um, 16 months. And then Mary Wright on the way. Hopefully oh not today. Gosh. Hopefully not today. today. Not so today, today, Mary so Wright's going to have that I've double name. That double yes. name in there. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. after her, I told her, I said, if you name a baby after yourself, <laughs> like I did, um, I mean, it's, it's just something special. Yeah, it is something <laughs> yeah. special. Yeah. So seven kids and a business, and how do you make time for it all? We're still trying to figure that out. We yeah. are. We are so very, you have 30 hours in the day. Yeah. We are yeah. very, very organized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, I could tell that. Um, we have our to-do list. We check it off. We, we love efficiency. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my goodness, do we love efficiency. Do y'all use any, any technology like Trello or Slack or any of those? Or y'all... No, but we have learned a lot um, in this last session. Right. So mm-hmm. we will go home and I'm very old thing. school, though. I, I was a list person even in high school. Mm-hmm. My mother laughs that I would leave her to-do list taped to the door in high school so that <laughs> I could accomplish the things um, if she would help me out, you know. So I, I still have my notebooks. I love mm-hmm. a notebook. I love the paper. I love a pen that writes glides mm-hmm. smoothly. So every day I have it written out in my notebook of things that we go through and we do. And we just try to not waste time. Yeah. You know, we like I said, we... Don't we, get caught up on things. Right. We, we move love quickly. A Doc, yes. mm. uh, that helps us a lot. Yeah. Right. We need to wrap this up, sadly. It goes Thank by you fast. So, much no. for having us. Yes. so kind of final question for you guys. Okay. So what's been a highlight from the last two days here at the summit that you guys have had? I'm like leaving this sounds so cliche, but I'm just leaving so inspired. I like hmm. just feel really good about I feel good about where we are. Mm-hmm. I feel good about what we've grown which, um, you know, coming in, I, I felt good about what we had grown even then, but I felt even better about where we are, and I'm looking forward to just seeing Just that where you're we're doing going. the right things. We are, yes. and it's and just been brought back with confirmation with mm-hmm. that you're doing it, you're doing an okay job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, people are in there with you, do, you know, they're supporting you. 
It was a good feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we came with a lot of friends too, so it's been fun to see their reactions. They're also our sorority sisters. Yes, yeah. they are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe we should just move to Athens. <laughs> maybe, <I feel> like. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, so there. awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm thankful that we came yeah. to this. I mean, to meet you guys, which is has been super impressed really by you and your energy and spirit. And and yeah. if anything, we got out of it, we got two new friends. So yes, that's right. We love y'all. Thank y'all yeah. so much. Thank we'll you. link your website and your Instagram awesome. and all of that on our show notes so that people can go follow you and check out the lines that you've created and thank designed you. and all that. Perfect. But thank you so much for your time. Yeah, mm. Thank y'all.